Hello, this is the Client Service Selling Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Dave. And I'm David. And over the course of this podcast series, we'll be exploring how to engage your client service teams to sell, showing you what works, and crucially, what doesn't, so you can supercharge your growth within weeks. This week, we're moving on from knowledge onto how to use it to drive impact, and therefore growth. Sounds great. Let's get into it. Welcome to the third podcast. This is rapidly picking up traction. We've had a vast number of listeners listening and we're getting Buzzsprout reports every few weeks sharing how many um, listens we've actually had. I'm not going to tell you what that is. We'll have to wait and, and see how it keeps on developing over the coming weeks and months. But in the top 50% of launches and growing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The actual pickup of it was sensational. It's like we had 30 downloads in the first two weeks or something it was insane absolutely insane but thank you before we go on thank you for everybody who's listening thank you for the questions thank you for the feedback that we're getting yeah uh through various channels um it's obviously touching it's touching a subject that matters a lot to people so um it's great to hear that we're putting stuff out that's useful and inspiring. Yeah, it really is. It, it, it's wonderful to hear that people are taking it and trying things actually in their own organizations, which is fantastic. And we just wanted to start this off with a bit of a recap, and then we will answer some of the questions that have come through from the audience as well. And if you've been um, listening to the podcast episodes over the past month or two, you'll know that what we've covered off has really focused in on making sure that your client service teams are best equipped to find growth. That's fundamentally what this whole podcast is about. And the first one covered off how that does not entail trying to turn them into professional salespeople because that just doesn't work. We know that. Uh, you probably tried initiatives and you know that now as well. This is about taking what they're best at, expanding it, giving them the confidence to use it and just adding a few other tools and tips and toolkits around what they already are great at to get them to that 100% of commercial brilliance. And then the second one, whilst it wasn't as glamorous and sexy as that first one obviously was, we talked about how important knowledge was and the fact that knowledge has been proven to be the number one correlator of sales effectiveness or commercial effectiveness. And that's um, been picked up through a meta-analysis that we bang on about often to our clients and to, uh, and to everyone else wherever uh, and whatever channel that we actually use. And that got us to the end of the last podcast. And this one is about, as you heard in the introduction, impact and how that drives growth. But before then, we are going to have our own impact by answering a couple of questions that we got through. First one, first question up. We we've, we've picked out two. One was from a senior person in an organization who clearly has some fantastic client service teams who already have great relationships with clients. But this question really focused in on, okay, we've got fantastic relationships with big organizations and contacts within those organizations. How do we proactively extend those relationships to new people within those existing companies. And David, for me, it's part of what we deliver quite often in our own work during our workshops. But what would you say the kind of top one or two things that really land in that space? Great question. Um, and it's, you're right, something that we, we work on a lot in the fact that driving penetration is key to every brand growth. And it it's true for the organization that you work for, 
And part of our job is to expand our networks and to have more relationships at the end of any year than we did at the start. Now, one of the things that I think really works with this is to think about those fantastic relationships that you've got and then reflect on, well, what's in it for them to introduce you to others? How would they personally benefit from referring you around the organization? Because they're only going to refer you around their organization if they're going to personally gain from that. So it all starts with what's in it for them. And once you've worked out what it what it's in it for them, you can then start to build a plan and a strategy about it. But the key thing is being patient with that strategy. And it's all about making sure that the individuals that you're asking to introduce you to others feel safe and feels benefit from introducing you to the next person. Absolutely. And that kind of safety comes from building trust, et cetera. And, and it's, it's like we always say, we can cover off you know some good things on this podcast, but for a, a more kind of considered specific kind of strategy, it's it's great to have a conversation in, in more detail around those those points as well. And that leads us on secondly to a question that actually is come in off the back of the last podcast based on knowledge, which we had. And we covered off tips on finding knowledge and, and how to build it into existing cadences. But the question that was really good was, okay, we've got the knowledge now. You know, it took a while to actually get it. So we obviously want to use it really well. We, we've invested quite a lot of time and energy in this. So how do we go ahead and use it in the best way possible? Well, to show off, clearly. Yeah, isn't it? Exactly. I know this. <laughs> I know that. I'm a know-it-all. Yes. That's exactly the advice we give in every single workshop. Spot on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, you, you know, to talk at the client even more than you do right now. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, a, no. <laughs> no. Um, absolutely the opposite. Um, again, for me, you know, knowledge permeates credibility. It gives you that real sense of building trust with your clients. But for us, where you can use it most impactfully is in how you ask your questions and moving from just really boring, open questions to what we call context questions or knowledge-based questions. So let me give you an example. You go in and see your client. It's the beginning of the year. Good time to catch up on their strategy and plans for 2024, right? You go in and say, really nice to meet you. Could you give us an update on what your strategic priorities are for this year and going into the next? Okay, kind of interesting question, but not very differentiating or not very useful to the client. If you go into the client and say, just looking at your plans that are out in the marketplace at the moment, really clear on this part of your strategy. I'm really excited to get into conversations in a bit about how we can help you there. But what I'm less clear about is this part. Um, and I wondered if you could just um, give me a bit more information about that. Or if you say, I've really done a lot of digging around. I couldn't find anything about where you're investing this year. Is that something that you're, you want to share with me? And the difference between the first and the second is huge from a client's perspective. Mm. Because what it's demonstrating is that you care, you prepared, that you've tried and you know, they just lean into the answer in a way that if you just say, can you tell me what your priorities are? They just lean away from you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've seen it in our own kind of client conversations. And it's 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 a bit of a departure in people's thinking from 
if they've been kind of freshly trained or whatever, or they're going in and they've got a list of questions and they stick to those questions that are that they've written down, you know, religiously, then they just go through those questions. They don't provide any context and and links in nicely to today's topic around impact because if you do have a bit of context around it and then you ask the question, you're getting the client to think, and that's when you're starting to to create some impact there. Brilliant. We've just answered a couple of questions, which we hope has provided you with some food for thought. We thought to move on, we would ask you our own question. So just take a a lean back in your seat for a moment. It's going to be a poll. We've asked this question before. We ask it in workshops. We've asked it uh, on LinkedIn as well. And the question is as follows. I'll give you four answers from which to choose, okay? What do you currently see as the main driver of your agency's impact with clients. So what do you currently see as a main driver of your agency's impact with clients? Option number one, is it all about the work that you deliver? Option two, the client relationships you have. Option three, the technical skills of your team. And option four, the ubiquitous other. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta have another in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I choose all of them? Uh you can. Um you'd be wrong <laughs> to choose all of them. We we'll reveal it. Dave, what would you say out of those four, which we know is right anyway, but particularly from a client perspective? It's the relationships that you have. Yeah. And just think about that for a second. How much energy do you put into thinking about developing the capability, planning for, holding people to account for building deeper, broader, stickier client relationships versus developing them technically, developing their ability to deliver what you need to deliver, the storytelling that you do, the visualization of what you might produce, the reporting that you do. Now, of course, they're important. But just think about, all of it's important, but just think about where you put your energy. And one of the things that we see not enough of, anywhere close to enough of, is organizations that we work with prioritizing, measuring, and creating really strong relationships. Because I think, because it's a softer thing, David, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it, but it's something again that's been proven. It, the the softer things tend to have the biggest impact, and they do. You know, it, it's something that is proven in research that the the biggest thing that somebody remembers after meeting somebody as a representative of an agency, meeting someone for the first time, is the experience that that person has created. Yeah, is is that subjective, objective? Can, can you put a metric around that? Maybe not, but it's something that gets people thinking and gets people passionate and really planning in the right way to give that fantastic experience to clients. Yeah. It feels like we're opening up a, a kind of massive area here, Dave, doesn't it? It really does. And let, let's go back to reminding ourselves what the whole purpose of this podcast is, which is to make growth accessible for your client service team. And one of the best ways of doing it is to help them be better 
at their relationships with their clients because they want to do that. Everybody wants to do that. They want to have better, stickier, more impactful relationships. So helping them do that, it should be a a wonderful opportunity for them to just unlock the commercial growth within their clients. But because it's such a massive subject, it's really tricky to know where to start, isn't it, Dave? It is, yeah. It's 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 everything. It's the whole gamut of your your client management from you know sending emails, which probably everybody does most of the time. Maybe being on WhatsApp now, or certainly other other kinds of uh, forms of communication, through to writing proposals, through to presenting, debriefing, so on and so forth. But out of all of the client activity that a client service person does, the easiest, a best place to start where you'll have the biggest impact is conversation it's so simple <laughs> it's so simple it is the everyday conversations is, it, is this going to be something we're going to become famous for for being a big reveal that just goes oh is that it <laughs> yeah. that's a bit easy isn't it <laughs> but simple and done is our our motto isn't it dave simple yeah. things get done complex things get thought about and put on a shelf And this is a really simple thing to get done, which we can all do, is be impactful in our client conversations. And when we start to investigate that and get under the skin of it, we talk to our clients, we talk to the people around the world, and they say, well, I'm already being impactful. I'm already discovering what my clients really need. I'm already delivering against that. I I think I'm being really impactful already. Mm. They are, but in the wrong space. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. It's still important to to be impactful against your clients' KPIs and the kind of business fundamentals and everything that you talk about in your day-to-day work with your colleagues and your line manager is like, we have to be able to support our clients in this space with their plans here, with their marketing plans there, with their insight presentations that mean that they they choose the right piece of innovation, so on and so forth, that will helpfully deliver the the greatest growth for their organization. That's all great and all important, and they'll be getting the kind of impact for for the business, and they'll do it, hopefully, a a value-for-money kind of position. But it's not the most important part of impact, is it? It isn't. Because at the end of the day, what you're talking to is a human being. And what another human being wants from you to be someone that they would describe as impactful to them personally is help with their own personal motivations and agendas. That's what human beings like. We surround ourselves with people that can help us as individuals, benefit us from being around. And within our friendship groups, it may be people that pick us up emotionally and give us energy Um, help to see things clearly, give us safety, security, because they're around us. In work, it's exactly the same. We surround ourselves with the people that add the most value, that deliver the most impact, are the ones that help us personally. And the one big light bulb moment that you can give to your teams is to help them see their clients as human beings that have their own personal drivers that if you can deliver against those drivers, you will inherently be more impactful. Yeah, totally, totally. But it's something that is so easy to overlook. Hence the reason we banged on a little bit about the kind of business, KPIs, et cetera, because it's what everybody talks about. 
is what everybody talks about. And if you think maybe specifically about a proposal you've written, we would bet that you spent a disproportionate amount of time working on the cost <laughs> and, and working on adding value and maybe even giving gold, silver, bronze options and seeing where they can have discounts without them even asking for it compared to what it means to the person reading it. Now that, that's if you if you have actually thought about that and writing with the person in mind the impact you will have will be tenfold what it may currently be so think about it like this if you are my client service representative and you're helping me keep my job will i want to speak to you yes Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a pretty straightforward answer, isn't it? If you're my client service representative and I want to move on, I need to you know, get to the next rung of my career ladder. And you're saying, you got in touch, you say, I can help you do that. Do I want to hear from you? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. It is a bit play school, understandably, but <laughs> these are these are the really kind of simple and done kind of points that we're trying to make here. And if if I want to look good in front of you know the C suite, for example, and you're saying I can make you look really X hot in front of the C suite, will I want to hear from you? Yes. So <laughs> those are three areas, just for examples. That if you turn it around and think about it like that, it's common sense for us to start thinking about, okay, so how are we going to do that? Mm. I think we should bring it alive, Dave. Should we, should we go through an example? Yeah. Here's a really straightforward example that, again, we've used before. It revolves around a client that our agency had a number of years or so ago uh, in, a, in a confectionery organization. We're calling Pete uh, to save the innocent. And Pete was in his mid-20s, uh, he was just starting out on his career, and what was clearly important for him was to get to the next rung and develop that career, build his his kind of uh, career path going forwards. And so the team really focused in on helping him achieve that through spending a lot of time working up the reports for him that he could take and use internally. And they spent a good few hours with him per week for him to make sure that they were absolutely spot on. He could take and use them internally the following week and get the recognition of all of that work for himself. And that really helped with his career progression driver. And that went on for a number of years, but also over those number of years, he met a partner, as people do. Uh, you know, he settled down, got married, had uh, a number of children, shall we say, and just leave it at that. <laughs> but fundamentally, what it meant, as with so many people who have families, is that his driver uh, changed completely. And that was from a kind of career progression focus into much more around being able to manage his life and feeling more secure in the role that he already had. So the agency team who was switched on to what drove Pete's motivations changed the way that they worked with him. And instead of spending hours and hours with him every week, making sure that the report was perfect, they instead did the reporting and creation of the report internally after a 30-minute conversation with Pete and then sent it on to him. So he had it ready to go. He could flick through it in 10 minutes, make sure it's all good and get exactly the same results and therefore keep his job being seen as valuable and indispensable within the organization. 
And I think as an example, that really kind of illustrates how important it is to hit that personal driver and that personal agenda. Don't you, Dave? A hundred percent, because I don't think many people would have picked out being impactful or the most impactful thing you could do for a client in that instance was to take workload off them. Yeah. Everyone assumes that impactful is this light bulb number, this amazing piece of advice, this incredible infographic, this presentation that goes viral. Some of the most impactful things that you can do are really under the radar because it's what's important to that individual right then and right there. And that's for us the biggest thing that you can do with your teams in to help them is to map that out, is to sit down with their uh, in your planning, in your client planning phase, and just go, right, okay, who do we know within this client? Do we know what's driving them? And are we helping them achieve it? Mm-hmm. Those are the questions that really matter. Yeah, absolutely. And as we as we wrap up this podcast again, we, we often leave this on, on a kind of one tip to take away from the podcast. Uh, we know that nearly everybody who, who may be listening to this and all client service teams are, are great at asking questions around business and finding out that kind of information. But how do you, in the conversation, like we said, the most important part, how do you turn it towards being able to find out what the motivators are of the client's person across the table from you, Dave? What would be the one thing you'd you'd share with our audience? Well, the one thing is one word and it's an English word. So for those of you that maybe are listening and do business in other languages, you've got to find the translation of that, but it's the word you, Y-O-U. And it totally turns and reframes a question from a business to a personal question. So so thinking about the project that we've just been discussing, um, how will we know it's successful? Mm. is a question great question to ask a client and maybe project kickoff or when you're trying to discover um, their needs to write a proposal what would make this a successful project you'll probably get some business kpis where we need the brand to grow by x it needs to be part of the showing this roi blah 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 if you then ask the same question but say so thinking about the project what would make it a success for you you're going to get a completely different set of answers And that's the difference is to have the success conversation as well as the success for you conversation is the way that you're going to give yourself the best chance of being more impactful in the future. I think out of the three podcasts we've run, that's probably the simplest tip we've given out that will have the biggest impact. Agreed. It's a great way to to wrap up the podcast. I I just want to just ask one more thing before we do wrap it up. And that is, so now go back all the way to the start of the podcast when you you might well have thought, I know what impact is all about. It's the infographics, it's it's, it's the great delivery, et cetera, et cetera. Now that you know what impact actually is, give yourself a score out of 10 to how well you think yourself and your teams are actually delivering it. And on that note, that's it from us for this podcast. But don't worry, we'll be coming back with the next one soon. This one is going to be all about your teams are knowledgeable now. They're creating impact now. But are they being adaptable to the person sat across from them? Before then, though, as always, make sure you follow us on Spotify, on Apple. Bookmark the podcast page on our website, which is 422.co.uk forward slash podcast. And keep dropping us lines. We really like the questions that are coming through and the comments via the same website and on our contact page, and we'll do our best to answer them. Exactly. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you on the next one.